baby. Coming up on the pod, we have Cannabis Keenan back in studio as we do not review any movies today. We talk about current events and we preview Super Bowl. Is it what Super Bowl is this? 55? Super Bowl 55 between <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Run that theme. If you want a movie review, look no further than these dudes. You got real buzz route on the mic. You got cannabis keen and he's all right. Caitlin is giving out she can give and Calvin doesn't even know where he is. This is real buzz takes with the real buzz crew. Welcome to another special edition of Real Buzz Takes. We are the Real Buzz crew. I am Real Buzz Rob, and to my left in studio, we have Cannabis Keenan today, and it's going to be a little bit different. We're changing the format. We're going to start off by talking about some real buzzed current affairs. News Chopper 9, live on seed. Yeah, pretty much. That's what it sounded like. And so we're going to be going over a few things that have happened the last couple of weeks. They're not all from the last week, but probably from the last two weeks. And the first thing I want to start off is commemorating the anniversary of Kobe Bryant and Gigi's death in that horrific helicopter crash back in the 26th of January. If you recall, we were recording a podcast when that yeah, when we actually received news that. of that happening. It's crazy that it's been a year already. It has been a year. Uh, I personally, as I, I mean, I'm sure that. Some of the listeners know by now. I know you know he was my personal sports hero growing up. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He was my, he was what people from the 90s, the late 80s, early 90s think about Michael Jordan. That's how I feel about Kobe Bryant and like the, how the kids now feel about LeBron James. That, that was my Kobe Bryant. Well, or LeBron James, Michael Jordan. Anyway, he was, he was the best uh, player during the time where I was obsessed with the NBA growing up. Uh, and I remember uh, I got started getting league pass when I was 14 or 15 I finally convinced my dad to get it and again I would watch games every night every single night it not just the Lakers but all the NBA I could literally name every starting five of all 30 NBA teams at one point it's pretty it was I mean nah, I couldn't do that now I've years of drinking and abuse to my brain I couldn't do that okay. shit anymore but well, people changing teams so much yeah, that, that's the thing. Kobe stayed all uh, all 20 years with the same team. He almost left once for the Clippers, but then didn't. So that was that was good. Uh, yeah. Just a couple of some career highlights. Five-time NBA champion, two-times finals MVP, um, NBA MVP of 2008. Had the second highest scoring game in NBA history, uh, 81 points on January 22nd, 2006. And I, I remember watching that game. I remember watching. I was a junior in high school. I remember watching that game, and uh, my the Lakers always played late because they're a West Coast team, and you know they started at nine, and around ten thirty, my dad had already gone to bed. I'm like, he usually watched the games. I'm like, hey, dad, you might want to watch this. Kobe dropped about forty five, you know, in a quarter and a half, and he's like, ah, oh, whatever, I'm going to bed. And then, sure enough, he's like, I, I, I've got a big day of selling acid tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, got to get. Got to get it chipped in for Bonnaroo. Uh, God, uh, that's a deep cut for everyone who, who doesn't listen recently. So, that's your, so your mom's an old Jewish woman and your dad's just a grumpy old man? That's exactly right. My mother is uh, a very overbearing uh, older Jewish uh, lady. And mm -hmm. my, my dad is an illicit drug salesman who occasionally watches Lakers games with me. It sounds like it could be a, a sitcom. It sounds like a great sitcom. Yeah, like Netflix an show or something. I, uh, Netflix, if you're listening, I'm open to negotiating. Rob's life. But, um, but yeah, uh, I, I remember 
shortly after Kobe passed, uh, ESPN obviously did everything about Kobe, you know, and it was right around COVID starting. So there wasn't much going on. So once it was COVID. Yeah. Hit, right. As COVID started. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I think lockdown started like uh, we'll have the anniversary of that March like a month or so from now. Yeah, yeah, it was it was the week of my birthday. Yeah, I remember that because I'm like, this sucks, man. I felt like it ruined St. Patrick's Day, too. It was like a couple days, maybe well, of course before St. Yeah. Patrick's yeah. Day. It like, was God yeah. fucking damn it. Um, but I remember watching the uh, his last game where he ended up scoring 62, I think. Yeah. And uh, pretty much beat Utah Jazz, I believe. Jazz by himself. Yep. Yeah. I remember that. I was I was at the game a week before. No, the well, few days before that. I was in attendance in Staples Center for his second to last game. I wanted to be at his last game, but that was just, I mean. I bet those tickets were outrageous. Thousand bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Second to last, I'm sure, was still crazy, but. I did I did drop a little bit of uh, coin on those, but I, I mean, I looked at the last game. I think bad seats were a thousand bucks. I'm like, well, I don't have that much money, so. Yeah. Second to last, we'll have to do. Yeah, that'll, that'll, that'll do. Uh, I can't remember what movie we were doing, but I do remember. Oh, it, I don't know. It was back when we had the gold microphones, I think. and uh, Yeah, those pieces of shit. Yeah, pre-video, real buzz take. But I do remember I was sitting over there on that side of the table, mm -hmm. and you were over here. And yep. I just remember you being like, hold on, hold on. A lot of people would text me that Kobe's dead. And then we didn't believe it at first. There were conflicting reports I for a couple minutes. I absolutely went you know? through the first stage of like grief where I'm like, I'm like, no, 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 this is bullshit. I mean, he just, he's 41. He doesn't just die. Right. And you're like, oh, his helicopter crashed. And, uh, and it was very sad because his daughter, Gigi, was on board, Gianna, um, and six of their family friends uh, who just, I believe, attended uh, or were going to a girls' basketball game. It was very sad. All going in all, to or from? One of the two. Yeah. All in all, I think seven, eight people died, including Kobe and the, the pilot. And I think there was, I, it's still on, there, there was no black box aboard the aircraft, so they don't know what happened, right? Mm -hmm. They really have no idea what occurred to cause the crash, they just know that it was heavy fog. They crashed into a mountain, and then um, obviously everyone tragically perished. Yeah, and then there was some foul play with people taking pictures at the the scene. That was gross. Law enforcement yeah. took personal photos of. Um, I mean, I don't. I didn't even try to look them up because I, I don't want to see that shit. Exactly. Yeah. As that when that story started coming out, I kind of tried to. Not yeah. follow it as much in the news, you know, because I I didn't want to ruin. No, and, I, anything, it's, and, you know? and that's gross, man. Some people got a hold of those photos. I don't know if it was the people who took them or if their phones got hacked, but they it, the photos from what I read ended up on Reddit. I wasn't searching Reddit to be like, oh, what did we see a finger or something? Like that dude, I'm, I'm just, yeah, it's gross. That. It's gross. Uh, and also mentioned he was a 19 time NBA All Star. I think it's 18 actually. It's not 19 because he was 20 seasons and there was two seasons. His first two, he was not an All Star, which is whatever he had an all-star afro though oh fuck yeah dude that was number eight with the uh, with the afro was my favorite that's my favorite iteration of kobe well you you got a little mini number yeah, yeah. eight but he doesn't he needs quite a bigger have afro. afro yeah yeah you're right you uh, know, cut off some of these new microphone things and just pop that on there i, I could yeah, yeah just kind of like put it on top of his head yeah. <laughs> this is young kobe before he was an all-star yeah that was my favorite kobe the uh the young brash afro number eight and uh, yeah, he eventually matured into a pretty good leader on the court. He, we should mention he had the, those issues early um, in the mid early parts of his career with the sexual assault case in Eagle, Colorado. That case was eventually thrown out. Uh, I don't know if there was a civil settlement. There might have been. I really don't know. But I'm not going to sit here and degrade the dead or someone who was accusing someone of being sexually assaulted. It's 
not going to yeah, go there. We'll leave that for the lawyers and the politicians. Yes, we but, will. Uh, we absolutely will. I, I was a Kobe fan through you. I, I met you like uh, my sophomore year of high school. Yeah, and I just want to take a second. I think your hair looks fantastic. I'm looking at it more and more in the monitor. I really like it. Oh, we'll get into that. We'll okay. get into that. Okay, we'll, but, we'll, uh, we'll, 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 we'll table that for now. Uh, so, you know, by the time that I was a Kobe fan, it was really just after I met you that I started like enjoying Kobe. So he, yeah. it was later kinda, in his career. He it, was his 24 already. If you, if you knew me or were within proximity of me, even if you weren't friends with me, you were forced to either hear about or like Kobe Bryant. Like it wasn't an option. You pretty much had to argue with you all the time yeah. or agree to or, be like Kobe's awesome. You I, know? But my, um, my fanhood, my fan, my fandom, my fandom of Kobe Bryant was probably moderately, slightly to moderately unhealthy, but well, we've talked about it on the podcast before. You drove a gold uh, yeah. Mercury, Mercury Sable. Sable. 1998 with, Mercury Sable. With a uh, bumper sticker, pretty much, or like a decal. It was like uh, a fat head. It was like a small yeah, it was fat like a head. Fat head yeah. of Kobe Bryant that took up most of your back windshield. I guarantee you. <laughs> Kobe Bryant dunking the basketball. Upon inspection, they should have been like, yo, can you see out of your rear, like your rear windshield? <laughs> yeah. Like, not really. No, you can't because you can't. I got pulled over yeah, in your you, car you and I you had no it. idea. Yeah. I, saw, I was like, why is Kobe flashing back there? So, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I became quite the Kobe fan and I was excited. It, you know, it's sad. 41 years old. He did have such a great basketball career, but I was excited to see what was next. Yeah. Also, you know? also sad for his, you know, his daughter, the rest of his family, the other members who died. I, I should have written their names down. I didn't. That's lazy. I should have because it's not, they're not unimportant just because they weren't Hall of Fame basketball players. Yeah. But uh, just very sad, terrible, but his legacy lives on, and I still watch the 81-point game every single January 22nd. Is that the anniversary of it? Yep. Uh, happened in 06, right? I said that earlier, and they played every year on January 22nd. I always watch it, and it never gets old, and it's the best. So you just did that a couple of weeks ago. I then, did. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I did. What are you watching on? How do you watch that? It just, it's on ESPN every, every year. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you could find... I've watched the highlights on YouTube a million times. Yeah, but yeah. I'm uh, sure you could find it NBA TV or some shit like yeah. that. Maybe it says second only to Wilt is the highest scoring game by a single scorer in the history of the NBA. Yeah. Wilt got a hundred, which Wilt also was seven feet tall and played uh, when you know black people were only kind of allowed to play. <laughs> yeah, but did he play? Didn't he get that before there was a three point line? Yeah, so that makes it even more impressive. It's pretty impressive. Like. Yeah. It's pretty, well, and Wilt, Wilt's not shooting threes, even if, the, even if there was a three-point I guess line. so, yeah, but just, I mean. Well, I mean, if Wilt played in today's game, he would. That's so. And, but we'll move on in a second. I won't, this won't be a total NBA podcast, but the way the game has evolved, it's, almost, it's just not, it's high scoring and it's fast. It's just not fun to watch, though. It's all perimeter shots. It's 80% of the shots that are taken are perimeter shots from beyond the, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's they'll shoot it from half court. There's no mid range game. No one's going to the bucket. The uh, post, no, no one. There's no post players. Giannis doesn't even post up. The dude's seven feet tall. Yeah, you talking about Post Malone? Yeah, I, I guess so. You know, talking about Carl Malone, you're talking about Post Malone. Yeah, there's, anyway, I, there's got to be a, <laughs> some kind of a uh, a joke, but one of Post Malone's songs in the NBA. I don't know. I can't think of any of his songs right now. I, I honestly, I don't know a Post Malone song. I, I mean, I guarantee you that i know post malone songs like i've heard them but i couldn't tell you right now like he's got a tattoo of patrick he's got a patrick mahomes tattoo so does he really yeah i'm down with them good for that he met patrick mahomes at this at a show in kansas city in sprint center and patrick was there and and he said that he liked him so much afterward i mean i mean pat post malone getting a tattoo of you is not saying he has ninety thousand tattoos like so it's it's still cool yeah absolutely like patrick mahomes is cool too oh dope as fuck bro yeah 
excited to see him tomorrow in the Super Bowl. All but right. That, let's not get ahead of ourselves there. Moving on to another Real Buzz current affair. This one... Uh, Hold on. I want to do a Real Buzz current life affair before you jump into this one. Please. Because you brought up my hair real quick. Absolutely. So I got this haircut the other day, right? Uh-huh. And... Uh, I just don't like it. For the video lookers, I, I've got a, I've got a, like a poof in the back. You can't tell. I, I think know. you look great, man. I think you look very handsome. Well, thanks. I, I think I got to go and get it updated, but what, we'll see what happens. What did your lovely girlfriend think? Uh, she liked it, and then this morning she was like, yeah, you do kind of got a poof in the back, don't you? I was like, yeah, yeah but this is a little fucking poof. I see the poof you're talking about. I just don't think it looks that that bad, really. I can't look at it in the camera and... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and see at the same time. time. Yeah. It's, it's like around here-ish, but you know. Is it like a cowlick? Thi- cowlick? It's probably what, a cowlick. Cowlick? Yeah, what's up with that? Uh, I got two in the back of mine. I've got two, so that mine gets fucked up. I always thought it was cowlick growing up, but no, I guess that's it's a cowlick. Cowlick yeah. is like something else. Yeah. It's, a cow- it's a cowlick, I guess. A cowlick, yeah. C-O-W-L-I-C-K. Robust hairdressers. Yeah, yeah. All right, anyway, so that's that's all. That's all I had. Moving on to America's sweetheart, Kellyanne Conway. Apparently... She, well, it's de- it's debated whether or not she did it, but a uh, on her Twitter account posted a topless photo of her newly 16-year-old daughter, Claudia. And this is interesting for a lot of reasons. I say interesting, and I don't mean like, int- I mean like it's fucked up for yes, a lot of reasons. One, her daughter is underage. Two, okay, you could say, so she says, well, I was hacked and it was posted. Why do you have a topless photo of your 16-year-old daughter on your phone? That should be noted, it's well known and documented that they have a very contentious relationship because, um, so, I'm a, I'm a 30, almost 32-year-old male and I have a TikTok account. It's it's <laughs> for this podcast and I post clips, but I also, I spend at least an hour a day going through videos. That's like TikTok's anonymous. That's how you just, I, yeah. my name's Rob, I'm going on 32 and i, it's like, I have I'll, a tiktok i'll step out and be like i am rob but you an alcoholic for sure it's like you're on tiktok well i, I mean, uh, I'm, what do you mean i'm not on it i'm i'm not on it i'm not on it on what it. do you mean by on it i'm not yeah. i'm not on it right now i don't have my phone in front of me i'm not like looking at it i'm more ashamed of that uh but so and claudia conway that's her daughter's name has a tiktok account and she routinely secretly records conversations that she has with her mother and posts them on TikTok and she's got a ton a ton of followers and some of some of the content and context in these conversations is wildly alarming uh Kellyanne Conway is it like army hammer alarming is she like talking about if you don't do your fucking homework I'm gonna cut out your rib bone and eat it not not from the the cannibalistic perspective, but from a bad mother perspective, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty bad. Well, I could just see Kellyanne Conway fucking doing ritualistic it, sacrifices and stuff. So think about it like this. So Claudia Conway is in fact a sixteen year old girl, right? And see that's what's fucked up. Like this is I feel like Kellyanne Conway should be getting arrested for perpetrating child pornography or some shit like that. And then let's just get rid of Kellyanne Conway, you know? Well, we're getting there. Um but so Claudia Conway is in fact a sixteen year old female. But the conversation she has with her mom seem like the other person she's talking to is also a 16-year-old female. Her mom is fuck. Kellyanne Conway is a fucking terrible person. She's like talking about, oh, yeah, lucky abortion's illegal. And it's like, what? And not to mention, <laughs> how is Claudia Conway supposed to grow up and be a normal human being when uh, she's been Donald Trump's lackey since Claudia was 12? Her formative years, she's had to be Kellyanne Conway's daughter. Yeah, Kellyanne Conway is a cunt. I'm gonna say it. She's oh, a, she's a fucking cunt. 
And she's, you said America's sweetheart. I know sarcastically, but literally, she's like the keeper of the crypt. Oh, for sure. That's oh, she dude, she like, does look like that. You know? She looks like the Crypt Keeper. Yeah. With a little bit of longer hair. Yeah. Just before, you know, she's fully evolved. She's still got some skin and stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. Her hair's still fake blonde. But just it and the 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 word just the TikToks are abhorrent, the conversation she has with her mom. The police are there a lot of the time because uh at the Conway house? Yes, because people who follow Claudia on TikTok will call the police and be like, hey, Kellyanne Conway's abusing her daughter. Please go check this out. The police have been there a bunch of times. Damn. But clearly, no, neither one of them are mentally healthy. and so, But I don't blame Claudia for that. Claudia's been dealt a shit fucking hand. Who do you... I just think about the cops that are like on patrol in the neighborhood and then over the dispatch. Eh, we got a 211, another one at the Conway household. Uh, Bob, you over there? Just Bob is like eating a donut or, you know, eating a cheeseburger. They're all drawing straws as he has to go this yeah, time. Yeah, he's just like, yeah. I don't want to fucking go to the Conway house again. Yeah. Oh, dude, I would, I would, yeah, I would never want to go. I would, uh, I'm taking my break. It's like, I, <laughs> dude, you, I'll clean the shitters. You go. Yeah. All right, uh, shots fired. I can't go. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, what's that? <laughs> yeah. I think we need new dispatch radios. But yeah, so a. So the big issue here is that Kellyanne Conway, for some reason, still is a fairly powerful powerful person within her community, despite the fact that she never held a specific like political position within the White House. She was an advisor to well, Donald and this Trump. This is my this is my ignorance, so forgive me on this, but why was she even the advisor? Was she just somebody that just super liked Trump and Trump was like, You seem good, you seem like you could talk, I'll put you in front of the cameras. So or- it's wild. She was originally someone else's campaign manager during the primaries before Donald Trump became the Republican candidate and she trashed the fuck out of Trump. So she's just she's just like a campaign manager. She's, That's what she's done. She's a whore <laughs> she's she's basically a political whore. Yeah, so she's like uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman or Paul Giamatti in that Ides of March exactly. movie. Exactly. Or Ryan Gosling. Great comparison. That's what she does. She's, I love that fucking movie, by the way. She's a political whore mercenary and will go to, you know, whoever will give her the most notoriety and, I don't know, money or whatever, yeah. power. And so and then she became Donald Trump's campaign manager during his first sold campaign. Sold her soul. Uh, dude. To her, the Cheeto Her man. soul was gone before she did this. She sold, she, she like, she like refinanced her soul. <laughs> uh, yeah, so and then she became, after she was the campaign manager for Trump in 2016, she, I mean, was still like an advocate for him in the media and then became an advisor. You saw her on CNN all the time talking about alternative facts, like just oh, yeah, defending I the indefendable. I remember that. And then she went away for like a year or so, it seemed like, and then bam, she was back again. And now I guess she is fucking posting nudes of her daughter on Twitter. It's fucking crazy, dude. This, this, she is like, come on, man. You have children. Like what's, what's yeah. more important than making sure your child is mentally well and growing up and just, just having an, at least a somewhat normal life. She clearly is selfish. She's a cunt. She only cares about herself. She didn't give a fuck about her daughter. Her uh, her husband, George Conway, super anti-Trump guy. Hates him. Yeah? Yeah. And uh, they're estranged now, I believe. I think, I, again. I can't blame him. This is, <laughs> me either. You know? This is all from TikTok. She says, yeah, she says George sucks. Her dad sucks, too. He's terrible. But he's left the house because, I mean, I would, too. He said the police are getting <laughs> called all the time. Like, it's yeah, fucking exactly. crazy. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to fuck with that. So, Forgive me, though. Did you say what her defense was? Like, why she said she did this? She hasn't said anything. It's just been mum. So it's, it's just been mum. All, it, the I'm post, guessing it's obviously been taken down. The post was taken down. Yeah. And it, she's been radio silent. Mm. So people are going, what's going on, Kellyanne? No, yeah, I think basically what she's hoping for, because she is obviously very media adept. 
And well, let me ask she, she understands the next story is going to happen. People forget about this. Did the daughter maybe just hack her own mother's Twitter account while her mom was taking a shit or something and left her phone? And then she posted it so that way she makes her mom look like a big cunt? It's possible. I just... that. I mean, she doesn't need any help making her mom look like a big cunt. That's but, pretty humiliating if you post a nude yeah, of yourself. Yeah, it's pretty ballsy, I yeah. guess. Especially for a 16-year-old girl. That's not... Yeah, I, no, I, that's I'm going to go ahead and, and assume and tell if there's proof otherwise that she did not do that. Because that's, I mean, ugh. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. And it, I feel terrible for her because in the age of social media and growing up from the age of 12 to 16 where she has followers, she has people judging her by, you know, her mental capacities, how she looks, how she's acting. And she has, in the comments section, every part of her ridiculed. It's I would, I would never let, if I have a child, they're not going to have social media until they're 16. It's yeah. it's it's terrible. It's awful for your mental health. It's awful. It's terrible for my mental health. I get on not not the real buzzed Instagram account. That's just more kind of businessy. But if I get my own personal one and start scrolling through shit, I r always feel worse about myself when I get done. For, through Instagram? Yeah, for sure. See, I just follow I, I follow just random shit on Instagram. What happened was my brother, who's six years younger than me, yep. one F. time showed me a video. And it's really fucked up, <laughs> but we were scrolling through Instagram and he was like, showed me a video is when they had that uh, explicit content warning yeah. that got added. So he pressed the video and he, I see his reaction at first and he's just like, oh, oh, oh. how old was he? Oh. It was like, it was like two years ago. Oh, okay. So he's like adult. a year or he's, two ago. Okay, yeah. He's an adult. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just going to tell you <laughs> my Instagram feed is really stupid now, but this is the reason why. Uh, so Evan... I'm like, what is that? What's what are you watching? And he shows me and I see the explicit content warning. I'm like, all right, I guess I'll watch it. And it's this dude on top of like a crane or like a tower type. I thing, know what you know? you're talking about. And it's he falls down and he just splats. Oh, OK. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. No, you, you think he's going to you think something's going to happen. He just dies. He just fucking splats. That's and I was wait, like, hold on. What the fuck? Evan was laughing, not laughing necessarily, but he was like, oh, Ooh, like, oh, kind of, kind of, yeah, like e exclaiming because you wouldn't, you did, you don't expect that. He was, to being, actually he was happen. being exclamatory, right? Yeah. So, um, that was with some weird fucking meme account, and uh, I guess I like hardcore shit because I was like, well, let me follow that account. So I started following that account, and then all these different meme accounts that are just like now it's just dumb shit. Yeah. That the Generation Z kids find funny, and I don't understand at all. A lot of Minecraft jokes and stuff like that. See, and those are references I wouldn't understand. I don't get them. I don't get them. But that's I know what much Minecraft what my, is. I don't play it. My Instagram feed is pretty much that. So I don't get I don't get too much politics. Sounds like a political a pure stuff. feed, man. It's it's pretty pure. And then I got some funny ones for like uh, Joe meets the internet and uh, yeah, middle class fantasy is one of my favorite ones. So that's that's the thing we're kind of coming to uh, at a crossroads here with the internet, uh, the the information age. You can literally put anything on. We're going to put this on the internet, right? Now it gets tricky because we have to regulate what can be consumed and what cannot. Look at Donald Trump being suspended from Twitter. Look at people posting death videos on YouTube. It should be the platform like Twitter does, should have uh, a set of rules and regulations that if you, in terms of uh, an agreement. If TOCs. You, if you violate that, you can be suspended from it. But then you get into free speech and shit. But at the same time, we have this problem with there's people posting so much misinformation on the internet that it's fucking, like, our Capitol building got stormed based off misinformation. Like, right. it's a fucking problem. So yeah. where does regulation and freedom of speech intersect there? I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
Well, if you want to get deep with it. It's like the the internet's like the Wild West right now. So I used to hate that fucking movie. This is the movie we should do uh, next week, maybe. Uh, the Village. I hated that Shyamalan movie the first time I saw it. Shyamalan. So, and, uh, M. Night Shyamalan. And it's got uh, that guy from Happy Days, Ron Howard's daughter in it, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. Who, man, she's super hot in Jurassic World. You're running, oh yeah, but she's running around in those fucking heels. She, her boobs get bigger throughout that movie. I swear to God. I wish they do that all the time. Choice. It's like, well, no, it's a, it's and it's honestly, it's a great strategy because I'm only more engaged as the exactly. movie goes I'm, on. Oh, it's a I'm fantastic she, strategy. She's back in the scene. I'm glad. Uh, but anyway, I don't know why, but I, I she looked better than she did in the last scene. <laughs> uh, Ava. Or not Ava Green. Uh, the village. <laughs> yeah, in the village. Anyway. You say boobs. Keith goes Ava Green. <laughs> well, because in Casino Royale, her character development is she gets more chesty throughout the film. Oh, I love that. Go story. back and watch that movie. It's a great movie. But, uh, I mean, yeah, not just for that, but notice that, too. Oh, just in general, it's a great movie. It's a great yeah. movie. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Tits aside. But in the village, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the village, you know, Stop listening at this point. I'll, I'll or don't. It's dude. It's been out for fifteen yeah. years. So the whole fuck, thing. Fuck is, off if you, if you have spoilers. It's a modern society. It's a, they're living in the modern world, yeah. and they go back and are pretty much living in Missouri town, acting like it's eighteen fifty. You know. Yeah, they keep them. They keep them confined to that small area yeah. because of their, they say there's a monster. They say there's the monsters, gates. and yeah. really they're living in like a national yeah, park just, or something. They're just Amish people, yeah. but in a in a way in a different way. But. It's almost like with all this shit that's going on and the social media and stuff, if the world is to survive, we need to, you know, all be like the village and just be like, we know that there's shit out there that we could be using. Maybe we can tweet each other, but let's not tell our kids about it. And then yeah. it'll all die off with us. From and then they can figure it an out. An existential argument. You do wonder because, unfortunately, the trajectory of the human race has not gone up with more information available it's, it's gone yeah, down unfortunately, like gone unfortunately down. when we have the ability to access any information at all times we don't get smarter we 50 well, of the country gets dumber if if it was all true shit that was being put out it would right. be one thing but, but yeah so, the, the, but the the inability to decipher truth and untruth is astounding and I don't necessarily think it's in a bit. I feel like you can still kind of find the truth out there if you vet out certain things, like try to find multiple order articles. That, But it's more so it's just easy for people to be like, well, I saw this article that conforms with my art, you know, my oh, own yeah. personal beliefs already. So fuck your article that might say it's proof. And that's Kellyanne Conway, alternative facts and all that bullshit. Well, so. And that's the problem. We have gatekeepers like her, immoral gatekeepers who understand this kellyanne conway knows she's a liar she understands right. that she just doesn't give a fuck but the people who are manipulated by her don't know that and she knows they don't know that which is why she manipulates them that's the fucked up part we have people in positions of power who lack the moral ability to just I mean, it's it's terrible so they're fine they don't give a fuck what happens like the, that whole the whole situation with um the capital storming, like they just don't give a fuck. All they want is power, and they'll do whatever they can to get more power, and then even more to retain it. It's anyways. I'm, yeah. I'll, I'll get off my high horse there. It's uh, so Google is like heroin. It's a miracle and a curse. And hear me yeah. out. Uh, well, heroin. I mean that. Uh, <laughs> heroin is great. Think about it. So it's just a semi-synthetic opiate that if someone has a horrific and traumatic accident and they're picked up by an ambulance, you can. You can relieve them of pain instantaneously. The worst pain they've ever felt. You can relieve that. But also, if you abuse that, you can become heavily addicted to opiates and you can't 
shit or do anything and then you die a drug addict so th that's the same thing as google google is a miracle in that we have every piece of information we could ever think about at our fingertips the problem is right next door is the antithesis of that disinformation that's also just as easy to access and also more salacious so it's 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 more fun to access right like people love conspiracy theories yeah absolutely so it's just anyway all right i'm off my high horse with fucking google heroin and misinformation <laughs> All right, staying in the political realm. And that was Kellyanne Conway. Ned, speaking of cunts, Marjorie Taylor Greene was relieved of all her committee responsibilities within the House, that being uh, the Committee of uh, Budget Committee, Education Committee, for uh, a lot of reasons. Are, are you familiar with Marjorie? Uh, no. Oh, my God, dude. She's a t she's awful. So, um, Yeah, Marjorie Taylor Greene is a congressional representative from... I can't remember which district in Georgia. She ran unopposed. She is a QAnon conspiracy believer, and she is on record in social media as saying that 9-11 was a false flag event, that we attacked ourselves, that Parkland school shootings were fake, and that the 20 to this is real, the 2018 wildfires were started by Jewish space lasers. Jewish space lasers. Yeah, huh? the uh, very. I don't even know what that means. A very prominent family, the Rothschild family. She believes that they have lasers in space that they use to ignite the uh, wildfires in 2018 in California, but, but because they're that's what that's what Jews do. The Rothschilds and the Bilderberg Group and all that stuff. Yeah, this is like Alex Jones on heroin, huh? Exactly. She's yeah. basically Alex Jones, but she's an elected official. Yeah, and uh, the House voted. I think there were 11 Republicans in the House who voted to uh, remove her from her responsibilities in her committees, too. So basically, she was removed from all of her committee responsibilities, which means she is a congresswoman, but she doesn't have anything to do. No, oh, OK. So that's fine. I mean, she's crazy. She spouts. She gets a vote, though, huh? She does get a vote. Yep. But she also like she's she has publicly harassed school shooting survivors from Parkland saying that it was fake and that they're terrible people. Yeah, fuck that bitch. This person is elected to Congress. Like, okay, I guess all I need to do is, if I want to be in Congress, just move to a fucking rural area where I'll run unopposed, and I can be a congressman. Yeah, I mean... I feel like there's got to be more prerequisites. We we have to vet these people before they can run for office, because if there's Looney Tunes like Marjorie Taylor Greene and the House of Representatives, bleh, what... Yeah, but then, I mean, it's based on your constituents. You don't want to, yeah. It's not. That's, she that's ran whole... unopposed. Her constituents, no one voted for it. Just no one decided to run against her. I guess, uh, yeah, I guess so. But if you get into that whole vetting of it, that's going to start a whole thing. What do you mean? Vetting of people that run for office and shit like that. I, I mean, I don't know. They should have vetted Donald Trump then if you want to go about that. But... I completely agree. Yeah. Uh, he was unfit to even run, let alone serve. Yeah, but then. Psychological uh... evaluations. Just come on. Just make sure that we don't have fucking insane people who have political power to do things to our country that aren't that aren't good. I, I mean, yeah, I'm all for that. I'm, I'm for more. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sitting here telling you I would be a great congressperson or a great president or a great senator. But based on what I think should happen in these screenings, I shouldn't be eligible. <laughs> <laughs> Rage and Rob. Yes. Well, yeah. I think uh, anybody that listens to this podcast or if they found it, if we ran for office, yeah, we'd have some damning stuff that oh, came out. Oh, dude, dude, based on what Marjorie Taylor Greene has posted, I could I could easily be in Congress right now. Yeah. Like, I've the, the amount of anti-Semitic, racist. You should run. No way, I'll dude. I'll be your Kellyanne Conway campaign manager. Yeah, just, just. 
be blindly loyal to me no matter yeah. what. It, if it comes out that you know comes out that I'm fucking sheep and pigs and cats, he's like, well, you know, I don't know why you're shaming him for fucking animals. Like that's his personal. Like, it, I mean, have you ever really stopped and looked at a sheep or a pig? Have you ever or a cat? Have you ever fornicated with uh, with swine? I'm just saying there was an expression in my household when I was growing up: "Don't knock it till you try it." <laughs> so <laughs> there was an expression in my household. Yeah, if you fuck sheep, so what? <laughs> sheep fucker. <laughs> That's a great movie. It's Jane Silent Bob. Uh, you dirty sheep fucker. Uh, she also, Marjorie Taylor Greene, also has been on social media condoning and advocating assassinating Nancy in the Nancy Pelosi. Oh, that's her, not cool. Her colleague. That's fucked up. So, so how are these people supposed to like, okay. At that point, you should definitely be removed from office. She wasn't removed from office, but she was relieved of all her committee responsibilities, which is essentially, she'll still hold the office, but she won't have any power. She can vote, but it's whatever. She's a fucking crazy person. Anyway. Silence this man. That's so unprofessional of me. How dare you? <laughs> like that hasn't happened to me every episode. Well, I didn't bring my uh, laptop, so I'm trying to keep up on my phone. Oh, you're good, man. Uh, we're down to anti-vax now. Oh, I see that. There was a large protest. So basically, to get the COVID nineteen vaccination uh, in La in California, Los Angeles County, you you have to wait in line to eventually go and get vaccinated. And there was a, a large barrage of protesters who were blocking this line and delayed it an hour and a half. And right, so here's my thoughts. It sounds like California. I've, I, you know, I've never been to LA, but that sounds about right. It, it, LA's crazy. Um, it's like an abortion clinic here. Exactly. So <laughs> here are my thoughts. If you don't want to be vaccinated or you're anti-vax, and, and which is your prerogative and your right, that's fine. I don't agree with you. I think you're kind of part of the problem, but I'm not going to make you get a vaccination. To that end, why are you trying to prevent me from getting one? Yeah, that's see. I, yeah, if you don't want to get one, I, you know, whatever. I'm kind of fine with it. Like, I understand being a little skeptical yeah, of it's, these it's, it's your new life. vaccines it's, that just it, came absolutely. out. I completely get it. Absolutely. That being said, I do think you should vaccinate your kids and shit like that. Like those vaccines have been around long enough. I don't want to get into a whole argument on that, but. I understand at least a bit of the skepticism with these vaccines. I don't think it's irrational but to be why skeptical. Do you gotta, so are are the people that were the people that were blocking it like anti-vaxxers in the sense like yeah they're they're pro just, they're, they're, they they yeah. think that these people think that the vaccination they, are they, do you think they're going to turn them into zombies or some shit like that. Well, no, really, they, they there's think some crazies out there like that. It's like the uh, uh, Jenny McCarthy thing where they think vaccination causes like autism and shit like that, and they also think that Bill Gates has put micro chips into the vaccination so the government can track you just crazy conspiracy shit yeah they don't need to do that we all have iphones see here's the thing okay <laughs> i just i just had a thought so i think there's always been this amount of crazy people who believe conspiracy theories since whenever conspiracy theories started the the new wrinkle within that now is they can organize because of the internet like right. the usually it was hard for these people to find each other now they can just make a facebook group yeah. And all of a sudden, they have a coalition of fucking stupid people who believe nonsense. I think a good example of that is the whole Storm Area 51 thing that happened a couple mm -hmm. years back. It's and a great example. Not that they actually ended up storming it, but a fuck ton of people went out to the desert there. So, you, And I feel like that's a sign that if you get enough like-minded people. And there's a lot of people that are just like, I don't know if they really believe in the shit they're saying, but they're just like, fuck it, let's go and do it, you know? But maybe people, they do believe in it. Some people are just outsiders and want to belong. 
you know? And if that means believing some insane horseshit, then they'll do it. I mean, just, I don't know. Humans, the human mind is so easily manipulatable. Is that a word? I think so. I'm going to say yes. Manipulatable. Um, Just the need to be accepted, the need to be... Well, and searching for likes on the internet, being a part of, of a community, course. all yeah, that that's, stuff. That's yeah, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Even if your community is batshit crazy, everyone in your community might not but think you are. those are, are so your people. And the outsiders are the ones that are batshit. Yeah, exactly. That's why these Trump people are so ride or die. They're like, yeah, we're the... Fuck, I got to turn my phone on silent. <laughs> I just did that, I Rob. Know, I know, I know. I'm an asshole. Uh, but yeah, so it's just... So the anti-vax thing and protesting vaccinations... and keeping people from getting vaccinated it reminds me of people like who are religious and want you to be their religion it's like i i believe in your right to be religious and believe whatever religion you believe in i also believe in the right to not believe in religion and you should leave me the fuck alone if i don't yeah like why so you want to live like you you do that and everyone else who wants to live like you they do that why why do we have to live like you right we're not saying you have to live like us we're saying yeah believe what you want to believe just leave me the fuck alone so don't get vaccinated. I get that. That's fine. It's a personal decision. I, I support it. Yeah. But don't fucking Still wear keep, a mask, probably. Yeah, well, well, yeah. Need to do that. You know. Need to do that. But don't don't keep me from getting a vaccination if I want one. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's some bullshit. All right. Moving on to Dustin Diamond. Screech from mm-hmm. Saved by the Bell. Dude died. <laughs> well, that's a way to announce it. Rest in peace to Dustin Diamond. Dude yep. died. Dude died of um, cancer. Yeah, it was advanced carcinoma, lung cancer. This is the one current event that I did see this that week. That you were aware that of? I, that I'm, yeah. I, I'm well-versed in this one. Not that, I mean, apparently, I, I saw something that apparently he had, he knew about it for like six months or some shit. And he oh, had I like a huge this. lump on his neck, I guess. And he was so, I guess, self-conscious about going out. And I think this is a little bit of unchecked narcissism, too, because apparently one of his friends said that he was so worried that he would go out and be captured by a bunch of cameras and TMZ and shit, and they would be judging him for having the neck like tumor that he didn't go get it checked out. And then he went and finally it got bad enough and he died like three days later or some shit. No, no, it was it was four weeks. But yeah, yeah, he, he died weeks after his diagnosis. That's fucking insane because. Just there's so much to unpack there. So he wasn't going out because there was this large tumor somewhere. He had some kind of lump on his neck or something and thought people would take pictures of him and like uh, paparazzi and shit. But didn't think that maybe you would want to get it checked out. Some people have this, though. Some people think I don't want to get bad news. So I'll just whatever it is is just going to happen. Yeah, I'll just, you know, maybe it'll go away. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, maybe it'll go away or maybe it'll kill me. And if it kills me, I didn't you know, spend a bunch of time worrying about it, yeah. which is insane. Always go get checked. Is it, I I had cancer, so I, I'll tell you, go get checked. Go yeah. get checked out. Uh, living is better than dying of cancer uh, if you can prevent it. Right, absolutely. And it sounds like he had something where he figured he could have, like, figured it out. But, well, you know, who knows how it would have gone. It, but, was, yeah. it was stage four by the time they caught it. And, uh, yeah, he died a month later, man. Like, yeah. he was hanging out with... Oh, Mario Lopez and Mario made a post on Instagram. He was like, "Pray for your brother." That was the only former cast member to reach out to Screech. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, I heard he. Uh, so I've heard him or this talked about on other podcasts too. And I guess uh, he had quite the falling out with uh, 
the Saved by the Bell cast. He did. Uh, he, he kind of had a falling out with society for a while. Well, I mean, he, I remember when he made that porno. Uh, yeah, I believe you're referring to uh, the sex tape he directed in 2006, which was called Screeched, Saved by the Smell. Saved by the Smell. Jesus Christ. I didn't know it was called Saved by the Smell. That That's pretty great. Smell the glove. Um, I, I bet that's getting some real... Uh, like royalty plays right now. Oh, I bet you if you went to like you, I bet his or estate is yeah, it's, it's gone up in in value. <laughs> um, what I remember him from mostly like say by the say by the bell was more Saturday morning. You would catch it on like UPN or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, he was on there from eighty nine to ninety three. But then when you have like um, syndication and reruns, I'm sure that's where he got the majority right. of his income. So by the time that I was seeing say by the bell, I was never super into it. I, I'd catch random episodes here and there. I I've never knew maybe what was seen going on. fifteen episodes in my lifetime. Uh, but I do remember when he was on like the celebrity weight loss show, Celebrity Fit Club or whatever the fuck it was. Okay. Um, I watched that in high school. The girl I was dating at the time was super into it, and like I'd watch it. And, Is this P? Yeah, and that's okay, when yeah. she, or that's when he had his like sex tape release and stuff like yeah, that. Oh, six, that adds and up. And he was just such a fucking dick on that show, and like I, I don't know, I, I, I remember him mostly from that show. And you know, despite his behavior. On that show and outside of Saved by the Bell, you never wish someone to die at four. No, before. no, I That's, feel very bad. Yeah, yeah it's it's know. very sad. Absolutely. And he was funny. Like he was such a dick that it was funny. Like that's what would come keep you coming back and watching is like to see what Dustin Diamond would. So do. So he was the heel essentially. Yeah, exactly. He, yeah, yeah. He was the heel. Yeah, he was. The, and it the, was very funny. The world needs heels, man. Everyone gets pissed off. Like that. Good example is I see posts on Twitter and Facebook all the time about. Um, Oh, what's that fucking guy who loves Dallas who's on that show with Shannon Sharp? Oh, uh, Skip Bayless? Yeah, Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless, <laughs> he's a heel. Everyone's like, Skip Bayless just said something stupid. I'm like, no, 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 that's what he does. That's his whole, that's his shtick. That's his shtick, yeah. That's his shtick, man. He's a heel. Like, I do think he believes in some dumb shit, though. I hate Skip Bayless so much. But that's what people want. Like, it's... That's you notice that we we talk about the Chiefs on this podcast quite a bit, yeah. and we never say my Kansas City Chiefs because I fucking hate how he says my Cowboys, my Spurs. I'm just like fuck you, Skip Bayless. I, but dude. I almost you don't own those teams. In regards to the Cowboys, I actually kind of respect him for his continual loyalty to the Cowboys because he talks mad shit. They on They ain't though. been shit in a minute, yeah. a long minute. Yeah. They ain't been shit since Troy fucking Aikman. Well, I guess Tony Romo. They weren't not shit. They with had Tony chances Romo. with Tony Romo, but you weren't gonna win a Super Bowl with Tony Romo. Didn't well, it didn't seem like it, but man, he is his football IQ is he just, insane. He just always threw picks at the worst time though. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he's a really good commentator. Well, I'm starting to like him less now, but Oh, really? I still like him a lot. I mean, he's still good, but that first year he was like a wizard, it seemed like. Yeah. He was like, I bet you they're gonna run the Little slant here, and then it would happen. Well, Keenan, that is just the perfect segue into the Mega Super Saturday Super Bowl preview. Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks take on the defending champs and their high octane offense. Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill, and the rest of the Kansas City Chiefs. Will Tampa get his seventh ring in his tenth Super Bowl appearance? Or will Mahomes get his second ring before he has his 10th career loss? Oh! Tune in tomorrow to find out. Super Bowl 55, Kansas City Chiefs, Tampa Bay Bucks.
Give yourself the applause on that one. I, I liked that. That was on it. I didn't know it. I didn't know that was coming. Ah, Ron Wilson. I, I, I should. I thought about giving it to you to do it, but then I'm like, I'll just do it. No, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I. This week has been really nice for me. So before we get into the mega Super Bowl super preview, yeah. since we're doing our real buzz, not movie take episode. Yeah, the real buzz, just random shit. Uh, let me, as I like to say, peel back the curtain a little bit for the listeners. Please here. do. And let me also say good morning, Romania. I didn't say that at the beginning. I, I, I can't remember I it already. Yeah, yeah, sorry, Romania. Uh, yeah. Bon, bon, bon zia. Buonazua. Buonazua. Yes. Yes. Anyway, uh, so we were going to do a certain movie that's two hours and 20 minutes long. Is it that long? It's two hours. Why do I keep picking movies that so are so fucking I, long? I woke up this morning, and we were supposed to do it at 2.30 today. It snowed in Kansas City today, so you know, a little delay, and I took a nap. Really had nothing to do with the snow. But anyway, <laughs> I woke up, and it was like 10 o'clock. I, I knew I had to be here at 2.30. I was like, shit, I better start watching this, watching this movie because it's two and a half hours long. Yeah. And then you called me and said, we're not doing the movie. And so no canopsis this week. I didn't even bring my fucking laptop. I'm just I just showed up for the party. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Well, th that's the that's the good news. I think that, you know, uh, if you are, you know, a, a decent podcaster, sometimes all you have to do is show up. And, you know, if you bring in good conversation, if you bring stuff to the table, it's all that matters. Yeah. Well, and I, I enjoyed your uh, mega Sat super Saturday super Mega Super Saturday Super Bowl preview. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 a couple supers in there. The the Mega Super Deluxe Saturday Super Bowl preview. <laughs> Do we got leader cola? Anyway, so back to the preview. NFL. All right, let's start with betting lines. All right, so we got the point spread here. Chiefs are minus three on the point spread, minus one fifteen money line. Or no, sorry, not money line. Sorry, minus uh minus three, which is essentially the same as minus one fifteen. Buccaneers plus three, minus one oh five, money line. Chiefs are minus 171, Bucks are plus 145. Over under total, we've got 56 points. So uh, let's, I don't want to do our predictions yet, but I do want to unpack a little bit about that over under. If you, <laughs> if you were looking at 56 points, or would you tell our listeners who are avid gamblers? This, this is what I want to tell our listeners right away. Okay. Don't fucking listen to me at all. <laughs> I am not here to win you any money. See, Keenan said that's a lock. So whatever he says, yeah, it's a lock. No, that, it, you can't lose. Drew Lock. It's a Fuck Drew Lock. You yeah, can't no, lose. Yeah, it's a Denver Bronco. No, I don't listen to anything because I'll be honest with you. I money line Chiefs minus one seventy one. I don't even really know what that means. So basically, what that means is to win a um, to win a dollar, you have to bet a one dollar and seventy one cents. Okay, I understand that the point spread minus three. So yep. I understand that the Chiefs need to win by three to have that bet. Right to cover, correct? To cover, to yeah. cover. So if you put money on the Chiefs, they better they to win, win by, by at least three more than three because if they win by three then it's a push there you go so by more than three there you go so yeah uh over under total though 56 I can, points i can party with this one 56 points i will take well what was it last time they played 27 24 yeah that's yeah that's so right it was 51 I don't think I'm going to be honest with you. Very different offenses now though very different offenses very different teams yeah but i just think the chiefs uh, and mm, you know what? I will say I'll take the under on those points. I feel like the over is going to hit, though. Yeah, based on my based on my prediction, which will come later on the score, I absolutely will, uh, I'm taking the over. Okay. I think it's a Super Bowl. You're uh, hammering the over. I'm hammering the over. The over is going to hit to the I, moon. I think the Chiefs are going to score a lot, but I have more faith in our defense. So that's where I, I might not be giving the Bucks enough credit. 
Yeah, it could be because I do have this as a one score game when it's all said and done. Oh, I don't. Okay. Uh, all right. So we, I, you're taking the under. I'm taking the over on uh, the over under. So, and that was 56. Are you putting these down somewhere? You should write these down somewhere. That's, uh, we'll revisit it next week. I will do it right now. All right. And, you know, I'm glad I took it the other way just, you know, to have a little fun, too. Of course. And, and this will be fun tomorrow when we're watching. I'll take the under. Taking the over. I'm ta- you're taking the under. I'm taking the over. Uh, so that moves on to prop bets. Are you familiar with prop bets? I'm familiar. Okay. So do you want to make our listeners familiar, though? You, that's a good idea. Yeah. So prop bets are basically proposed bets. So these are bets that a gambler will say, hey, I bet X. And then um, it could be any fucking anything thing. you want, anything on Super Bowl. So just to give you an example, one of the biggest prop bets we have is the color of the Gatorade that's poured on the winning coach. We have orange at plus 150. Uh, red is plus 225 and yellow is yellow slash green, which I'm not sure if that I mean, that's I if anything, yellow green's the bet because that's kind of two colors. Yellow slash green at plus 400 and clear at plus 400. Last season with Andy, it was orange. And plus one fifty means you bet one dollar to win a dollar fifty. So a hundred bucks and you win wins you one hundred and fifty. Plus four hundred, you bet a dollar, you win four. Okay. So I, I'm I I'm gonna say you should you should absolutely hit the yellow green man at plus four hundred. That covers two colors. That's a good that, that's a good strategy. I mean because yellow slash green that's two colors. I'm gonna I'm gonna say if you're betting and you haven't made your bet yet. The color of the Gatorade pour on the winning coach, uh, go with yellow green, it's plus 400. Again, clear is plus 400, and red is plus 225. Red is my next bet. If, don't go with orange. Orange was last year. It's not going to be the same. Go with either yellow green at plus 400 or red at plus 225. Is, you've got value there. What about where is the no Gatorade pour due to COVID? That's a great question. What's betting line on that? I don't have that information, but I bet there is an option to where there's no poor. No, no poor. I that that should have been. I, be, I feel like it might be no poor. I bet that's probably plus but, at least two fifty. So is it a push if there ends up being no poor? I guess in this. No, I think everyone you, loses. You just lose your fucking yeah, money. I think uh, everyone loses. Well, I'll, I don't know. I know you know what. It might be a push if Gatorade is not poured onto the coach. I mean, I would think. That would have to be a push. I think you're right. It's going to be interesting to yeah. see. I mean, I feel like the Gatorade pour has to happen. I agree with you. The yellow green is a lot of value, but I could also see it being clear, just being water because of COVID. Okay, that's true. Okay, there you go. So clear. So that's plus 400. So that's good value, too. I mean, it could be because of COVID, you know? My official rec is to go with yellow green if you're prop betting. Yellow green plus 400 is great value there. The next prop bet we have is any player to throw a football into the cannon porthole during a celebration that's plus five thousand so that the buccaneer stadium has a pirate ship for those of you that don't know it does so when you say throw up a football into the cannon port porthole wouldn't they have to isn't it like kind of up there though wouldn't yeah. they have to like hop in the stands it's and- a ridiculous bet so it but but it's plus five thousand so you bet one dollar you, see, you hear, win five hear me out, guys bet one dollar to win five thousand who wouldn't put a dollar on that i mean i might as well five grand I might do it just because of that. If anything, I'm getting in someone's ear and being like, hey, guys, can you at least try to throw it into the portal? Like, I don't know if you, you don't make it great, <laughs> yeah. but hey, man, five grand. Because so, Mahomes, he's he's thrown some balls into the sands this season. Yeah. So, or, hey, man, if you've got a lot of money, put 100 on it. Does it? $500,000. There you go. Half a mil. Cool half mil. Cool half mil. Easiest money you'll ever make. You missed out on GameStop. Get in on this one. That's right. <laughs> to the moon. To the moon. 
hard, diamond hands. I don't I don't know what I'm saying. I don't need, yeah, I don't know. Uh okay, so the next prop bet we have is the coin toss result. Heads and tails are both minus 103, which uh, it's, it's tails never fails. If you're going to bet this bet tails, take it from me. Every time I say tails never fails, it's fucking heads, but if I don't say it out loud, it ends up being tails. I don't know. I, I've jinxed myself. Jinxed myself on corn tosses. The corn? god you've jinxed yourself on corn tosses. Man, fuck. Uh, the god of coin tosses does not love me. Yeah. So I I personally have money on this and the Gatorade one, and uh, I'm going with tails and yellow green, and then I also have uh, money on this prop bet as well. Tom Brady interceptions. The over under is uh, 0.5. So he either throws one or he doesn't. He's throwing. It's one. a lock. Take the take the over. Take the over. Tom Brady is throwing one. He can still have a great game. He's throwing interception. Honey Badger's going to grab something. It, put it to you this way. That, actually, that's that's for keys of the game. We'll save it. Uh, and then field goal over-unders at three and a half. I didn't touch this one because I'm really not sure. And that's between both teams. Uh, no, I... Oh, it's between both? Yes, both teams. Over-under for field goals is three and a half. I'd take the over. Gun to my head, I would too, but I'm not touching it. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't touch I'm it not, I'm not touching it. I feel like a big prop bet is usually the length of the national anthem too. That's also like one. Over yes. under on that. It, the over under on national anthem is there. I, did, I should have written that down. And I did. I saw a guy today, or I saw a post on Instagram today from Barstool where some dude was standing outside of the stadium because they're rehearsing it today. Yeah, timing like, it. Yeah, and he started the timer right when they started. Seems so, like it might be over two and a half minutes. There's a wrinkle here. It's a duet this season. Yeah. So that's. So, I mean. Uh, I'm inclined to take the over. And if you're the singer of that fucking national anthem, are you not just betting the bank on whatever the, like, either way you could go. That's a fucking great point. If I mean, I'm the singer of the national anthem, you're probably already monetarily successful. But let's say if you wanted to just break the bank, why have, not? have an anonymous person put 5000 on you for the over Yeah, or 10000 or whatever. For the over and, yeah. you know, you finish like five seconds early, but then you just go... Hey, oh, oh yeah, yeah just, just hold like a that, note as long know? as you yeah. can. Yeah, just fix it, man. That's the that's the easiest way to fix a bet. And it's not. There's no way you can prove legality whether or not it was. I mean, there's no way to do it. Yeah, you're gonna say that I didn't feel that last little bit that I threw into the you, national fucking anthem. Prove intent. If the judge says, "Well, you did hold that note a little long," and you can say, "Well, judge, I'm just more patriotic than you, yeah, clearly, sorry, because judge. I want the national anthem to be done correctly." Yeah, sorry that you know I was singing for the people and the. Purple Mountains Majesty and shit like that. Yeah, the the rocket's red flare. The bomb's bursting in air. Yeah, what are you talking ramparts, about? Ramparts, Judge. Judge. Fucking ramparts. That would be a Judge Judy episode I'd like to see. I would I would, I would tune in for that as well. <laughs> All right, moving on to keys to the game. All right, so Keenan, you can uh, sprinkle in. Let me know what your thoughts on this. So we'll, t- we'll start with the Chiefs. Here's, here's what the Chiefs need to do to win the game. Because their offensive line is fairly decimated, with the loss of Eric Fisher last week, the Chiefs need to get rid of the ball quickly, right? So, because the Bucks have a that that intense pass rush from the Bucks with JPP and Vita Vea, they they can't afford to hold onto the ball. It's just they they have to design like a lot of RPO plays. Uh, it, whatever gets rid of the ball quickly. Pat is not going to have enough time to throw a lot of long bombs here. Mm-hmm. Just the, the the lines the lines just not strong. Well, I, in theory, it's not strong. They could be great, but um, I think that that's the best strategy for them is to get rid of the ball as fast as possible. I think the zero missed PATs from Butker. 
Yeah, he can't be fucking up. Can't be missing PATs. He'll hit a 65-yarder, but goddammit, if he can't hit a PAT. Yeah, that can't fucking happen. Can't happen. Uh, Also, if we have our foot on their throats, we got to put them out early if that's how it goes. Like, I'm referencing the last game where we, in this first half, we have them beat, and then we let them back in it. If If we're in a position to end the game in the second quarter, in the fucking game. You know, not don't sell for field goals. Don't turn the ball over. Don't just make if we're in a position to end the game, go up big. Let's go up big. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. I'm just saying it, we didn't do it last time. So if it does happen, we need to do that. And then for fucking once, let's not give. I say let's. I'm saying the Chiefs for once. They they, they can't give Tom Brady a 10 point lead before they start scoring. Not like the, the Bills last week. Right. It, but that's kind of their playoff MO. They give the opposing team. Two score leads. Or if you go back to last year against the Texans, four score leads. Yeah. Um Yeah, they can't I I, I don't want to see them get down early at all. If uh Tampa Bay hopefully the game starts off Tampa. as a Chiefs fan. Uh, keep that in mind. I'm saying that's completely yes. biased. So hopefully it starts off. We uh get the ball in the second half, so we kick to Tom. If Tom comes down and scores a touchdown with their pre planned plays and shit like that. Scripted, yeah. The first the first twenty, twenty five plays are scripted. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I'm cool with that. I hope to see that they pull out some fucking trick bullshit early on Tampa Bay, because if it does, if they do, whether or not it works, it's like, all right, fine. You're already pulling that bullshit out. You're going to run out. of. I, I don't know. I always like when I see like Buffalo desperation pulling some shit is out. A stinky yeah, exactly. cologne. Andy Reid's going to fucking smell it a mile away. Um, I think that Tampa Bay will probably be looking to take away Tyreek. Because he had like 200 fucking receiving yards in the first half. But the, 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 that's the thing. They have a great pass rush, but their secondary is not going to be able to contain Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, and then well, you've, got, you've got Pringle out there. What, here's what I'm saying. So I think even if they take away Tyreek and Travis, expect to see maybe McCall Hardman step up. Mm-hmm. Um, Sammy Byron Watkins. Pringle, Sammy Watkins. The offensive line is not healthy, but all the weapons are back. So, the, I mean, we've got that. Even Le'Veon Bell. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Shit out of the backfield. Um, I think that the Chiefs, I think Patrick Mahomes is takes it personally against Tom Brady. Um, He's, uh, two, I'm trying to think of his record. I want to say two and three, but that seems like it's too many times. Either way, I, he knows that Tom Brady is what he needs to surpass and he lost in that AFC championship game. Thanks a lot. D Ford. Yeah. And I think that thanks a lot. Overtime where Pat didn't give a chance. They fucking have the ball. We got out so fucking ahead of them earlier on this season. And then they, we did let them come back. I think the defense is going to have something to prove. I think watch out for Legereus Sneed to Sneed. have a big game. Yep. I think that's that my dark horse for MVP. If Pat doesn't win it, he's got four sacks in his last four games. Mm-hmm. And I think that he's going to be fucking with Brady. If you pressure Brady, he can't do shit. Really? Um, that, that was my next thing is uh, get after Tom. It, it, the, the one way Tom under he's in his older age is a lot less mobile. And if you pressure him, he that's where you force him to throw INTs last week or not last week, but the NFC championship, he was just throwing up fucking, and that's 50, the other 50 thing. Balls. If if we get three interceptions like the Packers did, we need to capitalize that on was those turnovers. My next thing. That's the thing. But we do always. Right. He can't. If he throws three, the the Packers unbelievably whiffed on all three of those interceptions. I knew they had at least three three and outs. Yeah. Didn't get a first down. Jesus. Yeah. So you can't you can't do that. 
That's no. why they lost that fucking game. Of course. Forget, forget the fourth down play or the third down play. And of then course. Kicking a field goal. But yeah, got to capitalize on those mistakes. And I think Andy Reid is a much better coach. I just, I, I don't know. It feels like it's the Chiefs time to just fucking. Better coach uh, than uh, Arians. Bruce Arians? Yeah. Okay. No, I no, I, I, I agree. He's definitely better. And I, th- I'm trying to think. The, I, th- how much of Tampa Bay's success is them having Tom versus? And I, this isn't to take away. It and it's a good match with Tom and Bruce Arians. Yeah, it is um, clearly definitely more of a fun guy than Belichick. I would say. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think they might have a better relationship. At least it's not strained. But I just, I don't know. I think, I think it's the Chiefs. I think it's the Chiefs in a blowout. To be honest with you. I'm not prepared to go that far. I All think right. it's going to be like the Denver fucking Seattle Super Bowl when Seattle just beat <laughs> yeah. the dick no. off of Peyton Manning. People who aren't a fan of either team will hate that, but if I, I can't tell you how much fun it would be if it was just a fucking blow and I just watched the Chiefs. I like, hated that Super Bowl. It was boring, it's but if awful. it's the Chiefs but if it's doing it for you against and me, Tom Brady, oh my dude, God. Dude, I'll probably rub one out right there just yeah. watching the TV. Don't even it, give a shit. I know your mom's going to be at the party tomorrow, but like, just let her know. Like that could possibly happen. Maybe go to a different room or something. You know? No way, dude. It's it's the TV. I don't know how the other people would feel there too. You know? Oh no, it's the Super Bowl. It's the Chiefs. I they, they I don't care how they feel about it. That's actually that's actually a sex offense. I think. I think, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll ask them to leave the room. You'll be there with Kelly and Conway. And, yeah, exactly. So. All right. So what do the Bucks need to do in this game? So if the Bucks want to win this game, here are my keys to the Bucks winning this game. Bucks need to control time and possession. Can't commit any turnovers. Uh, if they want to beat the defending champs, Tom cannot afford to throw three INTs, as we already talked about, like he did last week, or not last week, fucking uh, in the NFC Championship against Aaron Rodgers and the pack. And then the running tandem of Rojo and playoff Lenny has to have a big game if they want to win. They, because in order to control the time of possession, they've got to be able yeah. to run the ball. Rojo and playoff Lenny have got to have big games if they want to win this game. So, yeah, I definitely think that time of possession, if if – they need to sustain drives. Mm-hmm. They, if they're doing quick hits and shit like that, the Chiefs can keep up with them on that sense. You got to try to keep Mahomes off the field. Look at Buffalo. Went up ten to nothing by the end of the first quarter. I want to say maybe the second quarter. It was twenty one ten. Yeah, we. I mean, just fast striking. But yeah. what I've noticed, and not to go back with the Chiefs again, but you know, actually full on going back with the Chiefs. How dare you? What I've respected about them, especially in this playoff run, it seems like the Chiefs are focusing more because it seems like Andy Reid knows that teams want to control time of possession against them. That's that's the way you beat so them. You they, keep Pat Mahomes and the offense off yeah. the field. You can't stop the offense. And I and I think it, a part of it, too, is that their teams kind of uh, take away the deep threats. So mm-hmm. the Chiefs, though, like the last few games, we've been completely content going, getting like six yards, five yards. 10 yards, just getting those first downs and moving the clock, moving the chains. And we are sustaining drives really, really well right yep. now. So it's, but we can also score in th- 30 seconds, right? Exactly. We could do both. So yeah. I, I think, uh, Tampa Bay's keys to winning the game is like, have the chiefs all get COVID-19 or something. Well, that almost happened. Well, two of them. Well, no, Pat was next in line. Oh shit! You didn't. Oh, you didn't hear about. You didn't hear about the whole thing. Like it was. I knew it was Austin Ryder, right, and uh, Demarcus Robinson. Yeah, yeah. So they were getting they a were getting a haircut from a, a barber the team brought in that was tested. This is where I get confused. He was tested before he was brought in, but then they didn't give him the results of his test before he started cutting hair, and then his test came in. They're like, hey, get the fuck out of here! You tested positive. 
Like it, it's insane. I don't. I I would like to see the timeline of events to what actually led up to this positive test because I, you're not. It's the week before the Super Bowl. You're not going to let someone in who hasn't been fucking. What are they doing? Yeah. I don't understand. But luckily, both of those players who had their hair cut by obviously they're wearing masks and shit, and no one's come back positive. Yeah. So that's good news. No one's going to be ruled out. Uh, but Pat was next in line before the guy was was fucking taken out for being for testing positive for COVID. The barber they brought in. So that I mean, just a wild wild story. And I guess we should probably mention uh, Andy's son and what's going on there. Yeah, man. So I I saw that I was watching Good Morning Football Saturday edition today. Um, was that before or after your nap? Uh, but right around the same before, time. Yeah. Right around the same time. Um, <laughs> I think that probably put me to sleep, but uh, they were saying, I guess that uh, he's the linebackers coach, and he was on seventy, right? Uh, well, no, that yeah. So he was on four thirty-five, trying to get on seventy, right? And a car had stopped with a flat tire, ran out of gas or some shit, and another car pulled up to assist them and parked in front of them. And then this is where the story doesn't make sense because then they were just like, and then he hit the car, and it's like, well, why did he hit the fucking cars? Well, according to uh, a friend of ours that was texting me, Quiggs, he was saying that it's been reported he was drinking, allegedly. I haven't read anything to corroborate so that. It's, yeah, there's uh, an investigation pending KCPD uh, seeing if he was driving under the influence. But he was leaving the stadium. So what? he was just there at the stadium drinking fucking shots or something? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, definitely investigation needs to be done there because there are two kids in critical condition. I, I hear the five-year-old is life-threatening, but Fuck. the four-year-old, I guess, is Fuck. non-life-threatening, but still, yeah, serious condition. So the four-year-old's fine. Five-year-old is touch and go. Four-year-old should be fine. Oh, I don't want to say that. Yeah, no, yeah. We, we're not. Fine. You're getting news from us, but you're a fucking idiot. Right. Uh, God damn. That's uh, you, you hate to see that, man. I mean, fuck the Super Bowl. Fuck football. It, it, when a four and five year old kid are getting fucked up in the back, it's terrible. I will say, if he was drinking, I hope that it comes out and that he faces, you know, his criminal right, charges. Yeah, you punishment should. for you that. You should. Because... I mean, you can't do that, man. I mean, no. it, it, especially it, you put a five year old in critical condition. And let's put it out there: we have no idea if he has nothing. Yeah, we, yeah. Nothing has been officially said that he was. If he, it comes out that he has, he should definitely face criminal charges. I just I wonder why it takes so long. Like it's been. This is where I'm like, I hope they're not just like, well, the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. You know, yeah, you I know, I know. It that goes back to the Kelly and Conway thing. Why hasn't she been powerful? People, the justice system is not the same for everyone. Like all people are not created equal in the justice system. It's uh, poor people, uh, people of color, but they, they get different treatment than well-off people or people with uh, influence or power or affluence, if you will. It's it's just it's unfortunate, but it's the way our system works. Yep. But and I, I mean, I, that's got to be tough for Andy too, man, because Andy already had one son die of drug addiction. Terrible. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, yeah. I wish nothing but the best for the kids. I hope that there was no foul play and it. it was yeah. Hopefully, slick or something it comes like, out you know. that it was a, just an honest mistake. Yeah. No alcohol involved, and everyone's fine. The kids are fine, and then you know the. the I would. And then the I Chiefs would, win the Super Bowl tomorrow. And the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, and I would hope the Chiefs are. Definitely paying for those medical bills. I uh, yeah, I would hope so. I would fucking hope so. Damn. Yeah. All right. All right but look. yeah, so uh, back to the Super Bowl. Back talk. to the Super Bowl. All right, we're here's where we're here's how we're gonna end it. Predictions. Give me uh 
a final score. I think it's going to be 34. Okay, we're on the same page. We have I to 20 Kansas City. Okay. Okay, we're not far off. Okay. My prediction was 34-27 Kansas City. Okay. Yeah, I think the Bucks will have to kick some field goals. I think they'll yep. have to settle. Um, I think Tom throws two interceptions. I could see that. Yeah, and I I see the Chiefs uh, you know, kicking a couple field goals and being good to go. Yeah, I think so. And you know what? If uh if they don't been a great season anyway and um it, it, we're, we're, we've got a bright future ahead of us. Four touchdowns, two field goals for the Chiefs offense. I like That's it. What I, I like it. I, yeah. I like it. Uh, so, so in that regard, three touchdowns and no, two touchdowns, two field goals for the Bucks. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I maybe I'm with you, but a third maybe touchdown it's for three me. touchdowns for the offense, one for the defense. And or okay. a special team. Uh, oh, this is great. Are you predicting uh, a defensive touchdown? Let's say a pick six. That's Let's a lock. Call a pick six. That's a lock. Call your bookie. Keenan said it. It's a lock. The Honey Badger or Charvarius Ward. Oh, even going on to players. Yeah. I, I, those are those are both good choices. Yeah, I mean, yeah. those are safe bets if you're going to pick a pick six. All right. Thank you again for listening to another edition of Real Buzz Takes. This was a great episode. We We reviewed a great movie. Yeah, the movie of our lives. Uh, thanks again. The, we are the Real Bus crew. And uh, Keenan, just t- take us out. Slap some nipples tomorrow. Let's go, Chiefs. Oh, thank you.